Well, on this, our ninth and founded, as many of you know, with, a, uh, with an experience of healing within the bodies of the founders, uh, predominantly um, uh, the, uh, the, the co-founder Myrtle Fillmore, who, who after a lecture that she attended, came away with a transforming idea that changed her life. So what is wellness? It can be called a state of a state of homeostasis or balance within the bodies we wear. It is a state of being when all systems are go, so to speak. They are in balance and each contributes to the perfect functioning of the whole on the subcellular level, the atomic level, the cells, each organ doing its job in harmony uh, with one another. Healing, what is that? Well, the dictionary comes up with a very metaphysical definition. It says that healing is the return to one's original purity or integrity. Isn't that beautiful? So what we can initially draw from these thoughts is what I would call a truth. And that truth tells us that the original pattern held deep within us is an accessible pattern of vitality and health and wholeness and it but awaits again our doing something positive with it. So, that being true, why are we not the vibrant expressions of perfect health and energy and vitality all the time? Well, probably, and we'll talk of course to this, probably it is because we forgot to reboot the computer of the mind, which includes the who and the what we think to be true about us. Years ago, when a friend was working in the computer lab at the University of Arizona, this was many years ago, and I was experiencing a hang-up here in the computer at my desk at church, I asked him for a suggestion, for I was stumped, God bless you, and he told me, reboot the computer. And so I did, and it returned to its natural functioning state. So, thank you, Thomas, years ago for that. Now, if you are not computer literate, to reboot one's computer doesn't mean to kick it. Although that is tempting. <clears throat> it means, essentially, to shut it down and restart it. I'm not sure where the terminology came from, but it's used. You see, when a computer is booted, or when it is turned on, usually in the morning, it again addresses all the internal code that tells it what it should do. And if something gets out of balance, and it certainly can, then when a computer is rebooted, or booted at the beginning of one's day, ideally the computer uh, becomes a fully functional unit and performs as it is instructed to perform as we would like it to perform. Perhaps this is what we need to periodically do within our lives. But there is another dimension of this that we need to know. And we'll talk, we'll explore this as we go along. Because in the world of computers, there is such a thing as a hot boot and a cold boot. And often we but apply the hot boot to our lives and nothing much but happens. In computer ease, a hot boot um, uh, is sort of an immediate off and on. And when this happens, uh, 
it is possible that some of the problem is kept and again reappears on the screen of our life. A cold boot means we shut the computer down, we wait a few moments and then turn it on again and this allows the better for errant things held within its internal memory to be purged, as it were, so as to no longer stand in the way of the correct code being read. And sometimes even this doesn't work. And then you call in a computer expert. Let's translate this into our world and the opportunities for homeostasis or balance within all aspects of our city, you know. <clears throat> so if we are not exuding health, wholeness, it is because we have allowed the computer of consciousness to become corrupted with code that is interfering with the pure code that was given to us in the beginning. So, here we are, right here, expressing through the bodies we presently are within that are but drawing from the code that we have accepted as true and that is now held as true within our consciousness, code we brought with us prior to settling in within these bodies or birth for we came from an ongoing expression of life we just didn't pop into existence out of nowhere and code that we have added to and are adding to each and every moment of our existence here in this dimension now does this code necessarily have to be true or correct for it to be used by us well of course not the work orders, you see, that we send forth to central casting and carpentry never question its accuracy or authenticity. It just says, okay, and it is fulfilled. It is sort of a little bit like the sophomoric statement of my youth. Maybe you remember these, you know, these wonderful great truths. And it said this, it said, when God said noses, I thought he said roses, and I ordered a big red one. Anyway, so... So now what takes place? For the average person who is unaware that they are in the loop of how life expresses and works. In other words, that life always expresses through them or to them, and they are legion as the code in their consciousness computer becomes corrupted with stuff that God's source energy never gave to them in the beginning, they just continue to operate. And how do we say it? Fat, dumb, and happy. And this usually continues until their consciousness computer crashes. Now, a home or business computer crash can be, can be analogous to a meltdown. It means their hard drive has gone to hard drive heaven no longer operates. It means their operating system has a major flaw and failure and doesn't work. Translated into our physical experience, it means something really is getting our attention and we begin to entertain the thought that maybe I need to explore something outside the box of what I have thought to be true for so long in my life. And this is descriptive of unity and new thought. In fact, Mary Ellen birthed the phrase not long ago that's, that describes this. Unity, exploring spirituality outside the box. So in our process and within the analogy of our, of, of our lesson, this is equivalent to a hot boot of our consciousness computer. 
In other words, we sense that we need to revisit something. And so we turn off and on, as it were, our attention from one direction to another. So this leg of our process began. And here we begin now to look through the door that is cracked open just a little bit and choose an exposure to thinking outside the box of what may be our traditional thought habit system from long ago. Do you remember, maybe this will be applicable for some of you, do you remember when you first picked up, picked up the book Think and Go Rich or Sermon on the Mount or The Road Less Traveled or some of Emerson's essays or, and said, wow, isn't this a different way of looking at life? Most likely each one of us can remember something like this. It may have been a lecture or it may have been whatever it was. You probably can remember even when you first walked into a New Thought church and discovered that there were people who were articulating the same ideas that you were thinking. They were just as nutty as you are, you know. And so there was this bond. Now, I'm equating this with a hot boot of your consciousness computer. And using our analogy further, it allowed some things to begin to function physically more correctly. And while this is also applicable to each and every area of our lives, and for today's lesson this means our physicality, a different feeling began to set in as we caught sight of even the foothills thinking that began to embrace self-responsibility and things that we might do to enhance our physical well-being. Perhaps we were led to shed some weight or change our diet or a program of exercise or did something that was different from what we were doing. In other words, we sort of took a hold a little bit of the wheel as to the direction that we were going. However, a hot boot of your consciousness computer probably still has left some residue of the code that we have added to the pure code our Creator gave to us in the beginning. It just didn't purge at all. What might some of these things be? Well, they are within the phraseology, if you've ever used it, no pain, no gain, or suffering is part of the Christian journey, so that we may prepare for greater things after we die and other such drivel, that we may allow to have formed the foundation for making physical challenges not only quasi-acceptable but even expected. But some change begins to take place because you can't start thinking about something that is greater than what you have been thinking about without it happening. And yet perhaps not the sweeping change that we we're looking for. But then you continued in your journey and you begin to think and reason even further and you even begin to toy with the idea that what if I am as God created me? What if I can't undo that? What if that basic pattern is greater than anything I can mess up? What if I am as God created me or some other such radical thought? And then you went down the domino effect started working and it led you to further toy with the idea that because God or source energy can only extend create after its nature that your nature must be like unto God's pure 
holy and without limitation. Radical thinking. And maybe at this time you were even very selective with whom you shared these ideas for fear of being certifiable. This is analogous to a cold boot in your computer, for it is launching an exercise of returning to the pure God idea that you were given in the beginning. There is also another analogy of a process available within most up-to-date computer operating systems. And it tells you that if things go real badly astray and your computer is yet working, you can tell it to actually go back to a certain time and date and to forget everything that came after that. You can go back to when it was working, as it were. Now, true, you may initially think that you were now losing things you wanted to keep that happened after that. But at some point, you then realize that these things, after the glitch, were formatted with a corrupted code. And while that might look intriguing and interesting, it's sort of like a cow pie covered with whipped cream. It's still a cow pie, no matter what. So you started to become serious about your involvement with the alignment of consciousness to the truth of your being of which you have caught sight. You really begin the process of, of reining in the Hessian troops that wanted to continue to march through your thinking, leaving their residue of fear. In other words, you started to become very aware that there is indeed a mind-body connection. And if current conditions were not as great as you wanted them to be in your physical form, you began to monitor what you were ordering from central carpentry and casting and began to notice that the more accurate you were with this process, the more accurate the universe responded to you, the more positive effects were realized. Again, a lovely computer terminology. Junk in. You know that one. Then, as with all things in our lives, there are times when in this process you might say, well, it's time to bring in a computer expert, consciousness computer expert. And in this particular case, in your life, it may have been a book. It may have been a New Thought Church. It may have been a relationship and a circumstance that came into your life once you turned on the light, as it were, so that the universe says someone is wanting truth. And in it comes. Haven't you at some point in your life really said, in effect, okay, God, if indeed you really do move through me and not to me, show me more clearly how this works? Perhaps it was a, a, a just in regard to the whole experience of your life your journey and you uttered a simple but a heartfelt dear God help me so return with me to the truth that safely abides within your innermost being for this will increase our awareness of a template that can be used even more accurately as we but continue to unfold the who and the what we are in the God and who and what God is in us uh, in material I am presently listening to for my own inspiration it says that if a brick 
would drop on our heads each time we entertained a negative or untrue thought, we would get the message. But it doesn't happen that way. It doesn't happen that way. There is a time delay between cause and effect. But when we realize and really come to that self-acceptance, self-responsible realization that absolutely everything that has to do with the physical challenge is the effect from code chosen that has been then superimposed over the basic truth of our being, we start to make darn sure that what we speak images only wellness and not its seeming opposite. Now, notwithstanding current and present whatevers within our physical form, seek to find a way to voice whatever you need to voice to whomever you need to voice it that doesn't use the terminology I am, I have, then combine that with descriptions of not happy effects. Why? Well, I trust it is obvious. Do we want to reinforce the energy pattern that we are giving to something other than the code of perfection that God gave to us in the beginning? It is present in our lives right now because at some time we chose another direction for source energy to manifest through us. We chose another goal, another effect, another focus. But now we don't have to exacerbate it. I'm assuming here this morning that nobody really needs convincing of the reality of the mind-body connection or how consciousness works or, for that matter, the mind affairs connection, how everything works through us, not to us. But perhaps what we each need to remember is the unerring accuracy of that process. For as a co-creator, which you are, the words we speak are fulfilled. Our entire life experience that we call our present moment is the result of words, decrees, pronouncements, uh, work orders we've sent to Central Casting and Carpentry that we have spoken in times previous. All right, let's say there is a situation in your life when you just feel really crappy. A runny nose, achy muscles, temperature. The old process would be to verbalize it to anyone who would listen, right? And exhort from anyone as much sympathy as you could possibly get. And by so doing, by so claiming it again as mine, as in my runny nose, etc., we but reinforce to source energy that we want more of it. If not right now, then as soon as it can come back to us, please, in the future, but no more, you see. Now we view the effects with an almost dispassionate vision, not labeling it as bad, but simply as neutral. If we need to blow our nose, we blow our nose, all the time yet affirming strength, life, wholeness, vitality. If we see the wisdom in taking a tablet of some kind, we do so, but all the while affirming strength, life, wholeness, energy. If we see the wisdom in visiting a physician, we might raise eyebrows until they become very aware of what we are trying and seeking and doing, but even here to be cautious as to what we are claiming as our own. Yes, there does appear to be a temperature in this body, but it isn't mine, and it's nothing I will claim.
and so forth. So you may have thought, well, what about a computer virus within our consciousness computer? That would be a totally erroneous thought. In other words, a lie to which we were exposed at some point in time and because of maybe who said it or where it came from, we swallowed it hook, line and sinker and accepted its code vibration upon ours. A cold boot will eventually ferret these out. And they, because they will be so contrary to the truth we are steadfastly processing and practicing, they will stand out like a sore thumb and will simply be brushed away as if a cobweb. No great effort, no big deal. Yeah, I once believed that. Isn't that silly? I now believe this. Accepting the original code is the only code that governs all aspects of our being is but another way of saying accepting wellness. So if you catch yourself, and this is the process, in a self-depreciating cycle of imaging or thinking or speaking, gently, no hammer over the head, gently bring yourself back to what you really want to manifest and consciously speak that word. If you have a partner, a close friend, who can gently remind you by saying, Hey Larry, is that really what you want to enjoy in your life? that is all much the better. But you don't say that to somebody who doesn't want to hear it. But say it to someone who does. A return to wellness. In truth, it's a thought away. You're there already. Blessings.